0: Welcome back to SnackCast, folks. Man, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. We are post-vacation. You can see the uh, the tan lines. The We did not vacation together. No, we did not vacation together. <laughs> Kev- Kevin got away for a little bit, and then when he came back, I got away for a little bit. So, it's good to see you. Yeah, man. It's yeah. probably the longest.
1: I finally took a real break, and that was really yeah. good for me.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. So, we're, we're opening a new series that's kind of close to your... Vest, if you will, heart, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, I, I feel like I want I want to start this out with, you know, th- this is a, a topic that we're really um excited about, but it's also something that, you know, you should talk to your doctor. You know, I'm not a physician, Scott's not a physician, we don't know your situation. We are going to talk in genera- generalities generalities yeah. about a lot of this. So throughout the whole series, make sure that you understand. We are not making a recommendation for you. We are giving you information, very much like we did with uh, lives my doctor told me, right? Yeah. Giving you information, and we want you to take that information and 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 figure out a solution.
0: Well, I don't we're, think we're poking the bear, if you would. Unless you're coasting through life, I don't think you can look at. Um, our current healthcare system without a little bit of criticism um, that I know at least for me. Right. And I'll lead off. Right. One of the things that kind of um, so I used to be in insurance and I've seen that whole industry dramatically change, you know, in a 15, 20 year period. Um, So,
1: we haven't even really talked about the topic. You're going to dive in, but we haven't really... Yeah, yeah, with. yeah. I'm the top, sorry. The topic really is what we call the gateway drugs. And the gateway pharmaceutical drugs is is what we're about to embark on. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, it's it's a big, big deal because it's very similar to what they call the gateway drugs, what marijuana is a gateway drug, and it's going to lead right. you to heroin. In the pharmaceutical industry, that's very similar, right? And I don't want to get... Just, Steal your thunder. So go back and talk. No, no, no. Just right. To make sure we headlined what we're about to talk well, about. Well, the,
0: the, you know, the, the obvious thing from my perspective is that it's definitely a profit-driven industry. Period. Um, you know, we talked about that on the way in, right? Like, like to be convinced otherwise that it's all for our, our, our own, own good. Right. You we know. talked about what
1: are the, the 20 ways that the, the pharmacies get your drugs faster and better well, and larger supplies it's
0: online. It's telemed. Um, it's, yeah. you know, six month prescription. I think that's, that's a piece I want to find some data on is the transition from temporary subscriptions prescriptions to the. Never come off this drug model,
1: but... Oh, oh, yeah. Along those lines, I know you're going to get into that, but I just kind of a funny, right? This is an albuterol inhaler. Albuterol hasn't changed in format in probably 45 years, but this is a fresh new patent. You know why? This little meter right here at the bottom. I don't know if you can see it. Little meter at the bottom, right? It's a new way. It's a new delivery system. Come on. Are you kidding me? It's the same drug. It's the same metered dose.
0: They really got a new patent. They got a
1: new patent on it. And literally, if I push the button down here at the bottom, the thing starts going off, right? When it hits zero, it no longer delivers the medicine, even if there's medicine in here.
0: We can discharge from that thing if you ever need
1: it (laughs) without that blue. Funny, because once they started doing it, I figured it out right away, and I started saving my old canisters. Yeah, yeah. So, Anyway. Off my high horse. So, it, so,
0: so, as a, an alarming statistic that kind of leads to this, this chart is from the Kaiser Family Foundation analysis of national health expenditures, um, and this is the inflation-adjusted spending on retail pres- prescription drugs from 1960 to 2017, right? You don't have to be a rocket scientist or a data analyst to look at that hockey chart and know that our reliance on prescription drugs at least as measured by cash <laughs> right has has gone through the roof right, right. Um, so
1: so so the industry it, you know we're not going to paint everybody with one big broad brush that they're all evil but I mean, you go back to the diet, the guy that bought all the diabetes supplies up, all the insulin, do you remember that, and they 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 it him for yeah. insulin is now a ridiculous amount of money, and nobody can afford it, and all these other things. Listen, as horrible as that man was and what what he did, the other side of that equation is it painted it really shined a light on
0: he farm. invaded their turf <laughs> right? it was like a gang war
1: <laughs> it, right right that's they kind of literally like was all right he he Shined a light on the whole industry. Right. Don't tell me that just the drugs got that much better because since 1960 to 2017, we're not living that much longer.
0: Uh, Oh, right.
1: So tell me.
0: There's a handful of health metrics that you could probably graph against this that would do like that. Right. You so, know whether we're spending it's a hell of a lot more money, rates or yeah. cardiac rates, whatever. So let's get back to the
1: heart of the topic: the gateway drugs. Why? Why does Scott and I call them gateway drugs? Well, they mask symptoms in your body, right? And they they take away the symptoms so that you don't feel pain, you don't feel a stuffy nose. You and what's
0: the symptom? Right. The symptom is the body going, "Hey, hey, guys." Something's out of whack.
1: And often it's uncomfortable, right? Often it hurts. Often it's, it, does, it doesn't
0: feel good,
1: right? So you nailed it. Symptoms are how the body communicates with you, right?
0: Jerry's going to be mad that I tapped on the table.
1: <laughs> it's, it's the indication that you and I talk about in business, the hot stove moment about doing things over and over again. The symptoms are often a way of of telling you there's a hot stove moment, there's it, an it, underlying issue. Is
0: there conditioning that's happened where, in instead of going okay, maybe I should cut down on eating this or exercise more for, for this or whatever? That it's we've just been conditioned to. Oh, symptom: heartburn, stomach ache, headache. Take a medicine. Got to go get a script.
1: Right. Some of and, and and I'm going to point out the issues and one really important area is especially is in the reflux. We'll we'll name the the areas in a second that we consider gateway drugs, but one of those areas is in that often there's a need for you to have that drug to stop the immediate problem. And I will tell acid reflux, Nexium's, Prilosec's, your tums, your antacids. When you have acid reflux and it travels up the throat, it erodes. It can erode the, the lining of the esophagus, right? Bad. It, it can be really bad. You can choke, right? I've had that happen. You could actually develop esophageal cancer. Did I say that right? Um, <laughs> Probably so, not. <laughs> so a lot of times, Nexium uh, in particular allows the body the time it needs in order to heal. Here's the problem. As soon as you come off that medication, the problem starts again. If you haven't changed your eating habits, if you haven't figured out what's causing this, and often it's an allergy, it could be dairy, it could be sodas, it could be carbon. There's a there's a ton of different things, but we, like we talked about with the elimination diet, you got to do your due diligence
0: to figure out what's the problem. Right. If you don't change the underlying issue, then you're just masking. Right, that that cry of the body, the symptom. You're just masking it.
1: So we'll go through. Um, I don't know how in depth we'll go through, but we'll go through um, um, in subsequent snack casts and talk about the various drugs. But uh, for instance, allergy meds. Allergy meds is one. Right. It, each year, you have to take whatever the different uh, allergy meds, all the way from singular down to I forget all the different means. <laughs> you know. Uh, right. Th- that help suppress the immune system instead of going, you know, are there other factors? Am I overweight? Am I not getting proper sleep? Have I not fed my immune system properly? Am I not getting enough vitamin D? Um, Antibiotics is another one, right? People take antibiotics, the first sign of a cold or flu, and really antibiotics don't do anything to help you with those Cold or flu. They help with bacterial infections, but not viral infections. But we often go immediately to antibiotics. Steroids. Steroids is a huge, huge one. I, I've known people that have been uh, perpetually on steroids. And these are your prednisones, any of your yo- zones. 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 <laughs> uh, your prednisones, those types of things. People will have been on those for a very long period of time, whether they're inhaled steroids. And that
0: just sounds bad.
1: Yeah. Steroid. So I'll give you a good example of this happened directly to me when I was probably, I want to say 10 or 11 years old, that if you don't fix the underlying problem, there's a bigger issue at play. I had a doctor and I had a chest bacterial infection, probably started with a cold, then it turned into a bacterial infection, went into my chest. I was not breathing properly, coughing all the time. It was getting worse and worse and worse. I was going to die if I didn't fix something. guess what the doctor does he throws me on prednisone guess what it also does it makes me feel better immediately gave me the shot literally probably within a day i felt like i could go back could go back to school i was back in athletics all these other things but it didn't he didn't solve for the underlying bacterial infection as soon as i came off that prednisone i developed a what they call a pneumothorax it's a uh, punctured lung yeah I still had the cold. I still had the bacteria. I still had all the stuff that was going on. The prednisone was masking the whole thing. I was still infectious to everybody. Oh, wow. But gateway drug, right? You don't solve the problem. You just basically masked it, right? So uh, and I think
0: the, big, the biggest issue in that is still infectious. Like, right. Hey, I'm glad you feel great. Get back out of the society. You right. Know? right.
1: Yeah. I mean it was like, all right, you didn't you didn't fix any of the underlying issues, but it looked to his point when you follow up in three or four days, he's looking great. It this is awesome. How you feel? Great. Right? Yeah. You might as well put me on steroids. I mean, he did put me on steroids. Right. 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 Um, laxatives, another thing. Uh, people take laxatives all the time. I'm constipated. I'm constipated. I, you know, uh, I, I was watching a YouTube video earlier and he's, one of the docs said he had, a, he had a patient who was constipated for a month. Like literally had not gone to the bathroom for a month.
0: Dude, I wouldn't be able to walk. I'm telling you.
1: Like, all right, something is wrong and you need to dive in. Um, so sleep drugs. People take sleep drugs all the time. Um, antihistamines is one of those, right? Uh, pain meds. People often take pain meds uh, often when they have fevers, right, to reduce the fever. And what is a fever supposed to do?
0: Oh, and right. And I think you know, we you say pain meds, and you <laughs> think of something, um, an opioid or something. But we're talking stuff as basic as ibuprofen, and yeah,
1: right. Um, not to throw my significant under, other under <laughs> the bus, but she for for the longest time was taking four ibuprofen every night before bed because her hip. Was hurting and her leg was hurting. Guess what? She had a bulging disc. Something's wrong.
0: <laughs> I'll stay away from you. <laughs> yeah, <joke>. that's probably <laughs> a good idea.
1: Um, anxiety and depression. Right? Uh, people are on constant anxiety and depression medications, and not saying there's not a short term
0: reason to do this. Okay, so so where do we go from here? What's the next episode?
1: So I, th- I think what we should do is we should start breaking down some of the most popular drugs in these. Maybe pull out the inserts, read some of the inserts, some of the... the warnings. The warnings, some sure. of the side effects of...
0: You will sprout a third eye. And, yeah. Um, yeah, live a life of And poverty. maybe some of the solutions
1: of, of each area right? So, all right, you get allergies every year. What can you do about it if you don't want to be on allergy meds the rest of your life, right? So, that's kind of where I was thinking we'll go with this. Um, But ultimately, the benefits of fixing the underlying problem, right? Obviously, your long-term health, right? Yeah. Um, We didn't talk about some of the numbers. cash,
0: my gosh.
1: Right. I was going to go to cash as as another one. But I mean, there are 20,000 FDA-approved prescription drugs in the United States. 20,000. Are you telling me that they know how each one of these drugs reacts with the other drug?
0: Oh, right. No. No, Right. No, they don't. And the average American is on multiples.
1: On multiples. I mean, anywhere between two and four is the average number of prescriptions. 70% of us are on a prescription drug on a regular basis, right? So long-term, feeling better, side effects, the cash. Right. So get to the heart. That's what I want to to get the point across. Get to the heart of the issue that's at hand. There is a reason for these drugs. And it is fantastic that if you have one of these issues, underlying issues, one of these can buy you time to help you figure out what is actually wrong. But if you've been on Nexium for four years, there's a problem. And your drug dealer is your physician. I'm telling you, it's like, why haven't they gotten to the bottom of the problem? Sure. So, that is all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like you're kind of passionate about this. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Well, cool. You know, I, I've known
1: too many people that have been on, you know, 14, 15 drugs.
0: Oh, we've got people we're working with right now that are that are starting to kick the drugs. And they're on the verge of being fired by their doctors. <clears throat> You know, they're gonna have to find another physician. But they're right. They're looking at the data and the evidence and they're improving their lifestyle. And um the doc is still you gotta take this, you gotta take this. And you know, they're pushing back and going no and it's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. So
0: all right. All right, this should be a pretty deep one, I imagine. Um That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> Again, I love doctors. I think most doctors have the right intentions. I think most of these drugs were developed with the right intentions. So when we're coming at it, like shaking our head, um, and I call the the doctor the drug dealer. No, uh, you're also responsible. You are equally, if as the patient, you are equally, if not more responsible than the doctor. The doctor, it doesn't, shouldn't care more about you than you care about you.
0: That's a good point. All right. Questions, comments, concerns? This is rain long. I've <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See ya.